I just want everyone to know that there is now Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar. Still incredibly unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's like caffeine-free meth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this thing rolling, everybody. Real stories from the team in Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Welcome outside Froggy 92.9. I am one of your hosts, Dano, the afternoon personality and program director of the station. I'm joined by our midday host, and she is... Hey, it's Jen. And our morning show, uh, in order of appearance. I'm Amber, hello. And I'm Tanner, the youngest and most bloated on-air personality in Sonoma County right now. Amen to that. I'm feeling it. Feeling it. Feeling it. Uh, We're a month in on quarantine, everybody. How are we doing so far? Oh, excuse me, not quarantine, shelter in place. Isn't that Mm -hmm. a nicer way to say it? Quarantine. Bored. Never thought Jen would say that. I'm not a social person. I love being on my couch in my sweats watching crappy TV. I am dying to just go get at the body crawl. Can't wait. (laughs) A small glimpse into my mental state right now. I bought a birdhouse and I'm desperately waiting for a bird to use it. And I've been waiting for two (laughs) days. If that isn't the definitive shelter in place story right there. Yeah. I'm like, I can be within six feet of birds. <laughs> oh my God. Putting a bird feeder outside our bedroom window so that Moo can chase birds. Cause that's nice. what she Oh, it's funny you guys say that. Cause Cole's been wanting like a bird feeder for a really long time. And I was like, I don't want birds like on our porch. Good time. <laughs> wait, wait, what does he say? How does, how does he pitch it to you? Do his voice. We need a bird feeder. I want a bird feeder like that one over there. They got a bird feeder. Yeah. I don't really know if he talks like that. So he has, wait, he has bird feeder jealousy of other people. Yeah. Every time we walk by like someone that has like a bird feeder, I mean, bird feeder, he's just like, I want one of those. There's another one, Amber. Look, they all got them out here in California. I just want to let you guys know that I got the dopest bird feeder in the game. It looks like a house. It's a house. That's what bird feeders look like, Tanner. <laughs> Well, there's all these other options at Walmart. It's like there's a a crappy Walmart one. And there was like a wire one and like one that just looks like a lantern for some reason. But I got one that looks like a really cool house. Well, Tanner, I'm really glad that you're spending your stimulus so wisely. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It was $1,200 bird feeder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get started. The focus of this show is we all share one story from behind the scenes inside, or in this case, outside Froggy 92.9, as we're all uh, recording Zooms from our homes. I'm in Petaluma. Jen's, everybody else is in Santa Rosa. Um, I'm in San Francisco, actually. Oh, yeah. You've, uh, Amber has on the video. We don't share the videos from these Zooms, but uh, Amber is doing one of the fake backdrop things. And so it's the Golden Gate Bridge, and I was worried she was going to jump. It still looks like you're just throwing <laughs> up. <laughs> we always come up with an interesting way to decide who's going to share their story and in what order it gets shared. And so this week, I want to know, starting with Jen, when was the last time you went out to eat? Or not out, but like in the restaurant, but when was the last time you got takeout and where was it from? I believe that it was two weeks ago and we ordered NY Pie because Katie had never had it. And I was like, dude, you have to try it because it's delicious. So we had a big old giant NY Pie delivered to the apartment. And you know, if you don't eat NY Pie, you actually get a DUI. That's how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why in my living room, WTF, I got to order the pizza. Conversely, if you're going to get a DUI, like if you're in the midst of it and then you're just eating NY pie, it mixes out the DUI. Cancels out. 
It's like, well, since you're eating pizza, it's fine. <laughs> we love NY Pie. We're having we're having a joke here. Uh, we love them very much. <laughs> uh, does, it, does it count if Cole is literally ordering Popeyes for lunch right now? Yes. Okay, then now. Are you door dashing that? They actually have delivery. So like someone from Popeyes will what? deliver to you. Yeah. Popeyes. Are you getting the chicken sandwich? No, I'm just getting tendies. Well, tendies. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner. Yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday, okay. yesterday uh, Lindsay and I had pieology from Mendo. Ooh, God. I'm so hungry, right? We were, we're recording these at noon now, and I'm like very hungry. That's a mistake. I'm I starving. Have done this. And I will jump in and say I did it 10 days ago when my cat passed away. Uh, we've been doing the no takeout just because we're trying to save money. And so we've been like super social distancing for a few reasons. But we did when the cat died. We're like, screw it. We're getting Plaza Tequila, which is a really good Mexican restaurant in Petaluma. It's in an old A&W. So when I was a kid, I used to go there and get root beer floats. And it's been like a number of different restaurants over the years. Uh, but now it's been in this Mexican restaurant, Plaza Tequila, for a number of years, and it's really good. So Please tell I've, me it's one of those A&Ws with a giant cowboy hat and like a bunch of companies have just like reused that place. You mean, you mean the roof, right? The orange roof? Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's amazing. And it had the fireplace too. Yeah. So, uh, but the fireplace is gone. Do, Amber, you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever seen an A and W before? Yeah, I looked confused because I I just found this dot on the back of my what are these called AirPods? Tanner, what is that dot for? That dot is to connect your phone to your battery pack in case you ever lose connection. Uh, sorry, <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> so let's so, so let's go in order of furthest to soonest. So Jen. You had takeout two weeks ago, so why don't you go first? I think I talked to Tanner a little bit about this. Diplo, who we know because he did the song as Thomas Wesley with Morgan Wallen, heartless of that song, has released the track list for his Thomas Wesley album, and it's a doozy. So artists that are appearing on this. This is the country. This is the DJ Diplo. And his yes. country persona is called Thomas Wesley. Yes. His first album as Thomas Wesley is called Snake Oil. I believe the release date is May 1st. Cam, we love Cam. She will yeah. be on a song called So Long. The Jonas Brothers will be on a song called Lonely, which I believe has been released already. This is the one I'm looking forward to. It's called Dance With Me. And it features Thomas Rhett and Young Thug. Yes! Letty. <laughs> Blanco Brown, who does the Get Up song. He'll right. be on a do -si do Who else we got? Julia Michaels will be on a song. Hometown with Zach Brown. Sounds about right. And then, obviously, the two different versions of Heartless. There's the one with Morgan Wallen, and then there's one with Morgan Wallen and Julia Michaels. Looking at the track listing, this could either be the biggest train wreck of music history or it could just be full of bops. And I want to know what you think. Well, I absolutely loved Heartless with Morgan Wallen and Diplo. Like, I thought that was yeah. a great song. I haven't heard anything else. I'm not, is there anything else released from it? I think just the song with Jonas Brothers and the other version of Heartless with Julia Michaels. But I don't think anything else has been released. I didn't see anything when I was looking it up yesterday. My Tanner Dar is going off. 
and it's saying that it's going to be good. I think it's going to be great because isn't Ac- Diplo actually from the South? Yeah, he's like a Southern kid, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I have faith, especially if Julia Michaels is involved. Like, I think she's like a fantastic songwriter and a great artist. So I'm excited to hear that. I'm looking forward to it. I was not into it until I heard Heartless. Heartless is excellent. Falls into that Sam Hunt category where like it's not country, but it's also not anything else. The Thomas Rhett song I could care about. The Zach Brown song makes sense because he's been trying to fool around with that for a while, both with Zach Brown band and he has his other side project, Sir Roosevelt, if you've ever looked that up which is basically like an EDM band, kind of. That makes sense. I could have used like a Keith Urban or I could have used, you know, not Dirks, but... Luke. I could have used a Stapleton, honestly. I mean, I would love to see Stapleton have done the song with with Diplo that he should have done with Justin Timberlake, whatever that might be. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, although it feels... I'm going to say Heartless is the only decent thing on there and the rest of it sucks. Is there any Florida Georgia line on there? Did you mention them or no? No, no Florida Georgia line. Wow. I'm just expecting like someone like a Jordan Davis or like a Russell Dickerson who's already kind of a little pop could kind of fit into this world a little bit more. But yeah. it is chapter one. It's snake oil Ooh. chapter So, Do you think that Sam Hunt is going to cross over to pop soon like Maren Morris? I don't. No. I, I mean, he already did a little bit. Bad. Body Like a Backroad was massive on top four. Yeah. He, I uh, read it with him a while ago, and he kind of said, like, sometimes the music I make is a little more pop, but I have no interest in releasing pop records or a pop album. I mean, down the line, who knows? In seven years, he's only put out two records. So Tanner and I were talking, and I could see Hard to Forget getting played on top 40 at some point soon. Yeah, Body Like a Back Row got played on top 42. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think Taylor Swift provided a model that you well, not necessarily actually I think the band Perry really proved. But they didn't do that well. Well but they, they proved <laughs> they died. <laughs> they they proved that like officially declaring like we're going pop is a really yeah. dumb idea because you can still like live in Nashville, do the Nashville thing, and if a song crosses over, great. But if you try to like live that life and that's all that you do, you lose your base of country people. Yeah. I don't know if I see any country artists after Taylor ever crossing over officially. Well, and even Taylor, like I can't, I don't do album titles very well, but she had one album that was like still kind of country, but then not country. And then she put out Red, which was barely country. And then she didn't really yeah, say it wasn't. country anymore until, was it 1989? Really progressed it and didn't really fully embrace I'm a pop singer now for almost two or three records. All right. It'd be interesting to see what happens, but I, I don't see them leaving. This is, int- I think it's an interesting idea and I liked Heartless so far. So we'll see. I think it's good to bring up. It's, it's out May 1st. I th- think it was May 1st. I'd have to double check. It's out in May. I know that. I didn't think I'd like that Blake Shelton Pitbull song, but by like the second listen, <laughs> I get it. It's ridiculous. But I like it. You know who should be on that is Hardy. I know. Oh, I was man. By that. He should be. Get Devin Dawson on there, too. <laughs> you like Devin, you're like, Devin Dawson should be on the new Bon Jovi album. <laughs> <laughs> should be on the Guns N' Roses Greatest Hits album. I mean, I'm just going for <laughs> Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Jen, thank you for sharing. That's a good uh, discussion topic. I will go next. I had takeout 10 days ago. I am here to declare that the Dan of old has died. The Dan-O that you knew... <laughs> maybe eight episodes ago, who didn't even have a Roku. Now just subscribe <laughs> to YouTube TV. Yeah. Wow. What is that? YouTube I, is the best. 
I cut the cord on cable. Dang, man. Yes. Welcome to the club. How do you feel? I feel really good. It all started with a pandemic. And <laughs> <laughs> everything is contracting right now in the world. And that's all that I'll say. I'm like looking at my whole life. I'm like, okay, where can we make cuts? Where can we make savings? Where can we? So I'm doing all kinds of stuff. And obviously, you know, the cable bill is always one that comes up because it's just ridiculous. It, it was $208 a month for us oh between internet and TV, internet and TV. We had a lot of things that we wanted. I mean, DVR, we needed the kids' channels, a couple things. But we're getting by with it. That's fine. And so then this this whole thing happens and I'm starting looking around. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start looking at my options. And I was considering just switching to Comcast. And then my buddy goes, oh, no, bro, YouTube TV, which I literally never would have considered in my entire life at all. Cause like any of those things like sling, all that stuff, that's all fake. Like that's not real. I'm going to get it. And then I won't be able to watch a sharks game. I'll be like, Oh, psych. The quality sucks or whatever. But my buddy, Matt is very reliable and he's selling me on it. I don't know if he got a commission or not, but he was selling me on it. And so I try the trial and I'm in. I called and I canceled and I'm in. So I still have internet from them, but yeah, I got, I got the YouTube TV. Yeah. My brother had been trying to sell me on YouTube TV for like ever. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then finally, when we made the decision that we were going to cut cable and just see what we could do with the streaming services, he's like, I'll just, I can have this many people. So here. And so, Oh, nice. I don't notice that I don't have regular TV at all. My biggest concern was that when you tried to stream some of the stations, like if you try to stream, uh, unlike the Froggy app, wink, when you try to get NBC directly through the NBC app, it sucks sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it's okay, but other times it's buffering, 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 buffering. And so I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not going from HDTV back to worse than standard definition quality, connection issues and all that stuff and no local channels, all that. So that was my major concern. When I tried the trial, boom, knocked it right out. I mean, you, it's, you can't even tell the difference. I'm probably going to switch to YouTube TV next. I have AT&T TV, which it's okay. But I think YouTube TV now has all the channels, basically. Do you feel the, like the, you're missing out on anything? The only channels I'm missing are Nick Jr., Nolan Needs for Paw Patrol, and the NFL Network, which AT&T didn't have anyways. They lost. So NFL is only on like Sling and Comcast. What I was planning on doing for next season is doing the NFL Game Pass, which is basically you get access to all that stuff for I think like only $150 a season or something like that. Right. Yeah. Supposedly they're in discussions with YouTube at some point. Somebody like saw the YouTube guy in a box with the commissioner of the NFL. So they're like, it might be coming to YouTube TV. The coolest thing is, well, one, unlimited DVR. Two, you can move the channels around. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. I need, I'm only trying to find Disney Junior and Food Network all the time anyways. So just freaking put those two at the top and all the rest is just pff, garbage. And it's all through the Roku stick. So I'm here to declare, you know, you guys help me because if you flip it back like maybe eight or 10 episodes, I literally had no clue how to even get Disney Plus. And look where I am now, y'all. On previous episodes, we were like, see what you do, Dano, is you have to download an app on the Roku. And you were like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) When I first got YouTube TV, it didn't have CBS. So I paid for CBS All Access because... It was the last season of Criminal Minds, wasn't missing that. And I watched Survivor because I'm an old lady. But now CBS is on YouTube TV, so I could cancel my all access, and that saves me 10 bucks a month. Boom. Wow. I have survived, guys, without Lifetime and Hallmark. 
And I don't seems made up. (laughs) (laughs) My major hiccup when I was trying to first conceptualize streaming services is my first interaction with a streaming box was an Apple TV. I think it was so early on, maybe it didn't even have apps yet. And so my buddy was like taking it from his phone and like throwing it to the TV. And that seems really fake to me. That seems like you then have to have your phone around at all times in order to turn something on the TV. And that's, and like, am I just doing like a, you know, like a screen share? Like that's definitely not. That's essentially how those are. And those are kind of a waste of time. That was my experience with it. Once I actually, I, once my friend Adam actually got me a Roku and I plugged it in, I was like, oh, it's just like a phone. So as soon as I understood it was just like a phone, now it all makes sense. It was that confusion where it's like, I didn't know if I was, if it was a screen share, if it was a, its own device or, or what it was. So that was my problem. But I'm here now, baby. I'm, I'm rolling. I'm back up to, to 2014 standard. <laughs> a changed man and i literally cut it in half and my bill is uh like 90 uh, more than in half it's like 95 dollars now Woo! okay tanner you had takeout yesterday yeah. so you're up next so mine is a little bit of piggybacking off of what jen was talking about specifically sam hunt hard to forget i told you guys this off the podcast but i hated it at first i was like what is this this is trash Blah. And then after a couple of times listening to it, I absolutely fell in love with it. And the the conversation comes up in country music all the time. Is this country music? Is this pop? My question today is, if there was one artist that was, this is country in 2020, this is the foundation of country in 2020. When you think of country in this time, who would that one artist be? Or if you have a few... I'd be curious who they were. I think Luke Combs. He's dominated for the past two years. Sam Hunt's album is actually, I think it's the second week number one on the charts. And it's he's the first artist since 2018 to have consecutive weeks on the charts for an album other than Luke Combs. Wow. Yeah. In two years. Like, that's insane. I'm going to have to agree with Jen. I think a lot of people, and kind of we saw this in the surveys we went over this week, that Luke Combs has been dominating and he's the reason people are listening to country music right now. And other than that, I mean, obviously I would say Eric Church, people listen to him and think he's more traditional. I kind of know Dano's answer. Do you want me to guess? Yeah. John Party. Nope. No? It was, but now he changed it. No. <laughs> is it changed? John Party is a really good example. I know why you say that. I've said that to you in prior conversations, so especially when I saw him at the shoreline. I mean, he is very traditional. He had the big, shiny blazer. He had, I think he was even wearing a bolo tie. He was doing the Dwight Yoakam <laughs> leg. Doing Dwight Yoakam leg. I've never seen anybody do that country concert ever. Big hat, everything. And the sound is a good mix of like traditional, but it's got a, a good momentum to it yeah no if i was gonna say the artist that defines country music for me right now it was actually the artist that john party was opening for at that show and that's dirks bentley really dirks bentley is to me the perfect mix of everything that modern country can do if you look at his whole catalog got drunk on a plane you got somewhere on a beach got what was i thinking which are all fun songs but then he also has some absolute tearjerkers. A song like Home, is Home a country song? Is it kind of more of a Southern rock song? But it's definitely an American song. 
And then people also forget he had a whole bluegrass album that was 100% wall-to-wall bluegrass. And he still incorporates elements of that in everything that he does. So I think he's a good example of, and he's right in the right age range too, where he's, you wouldn't consider him in a George Strait era or even a Tim McGraw era, but he's not a Kane Brown either. He's right, kind of right in the middle. So to me, he would be the perfect convex of what mm. country is right now. He has a song on the Trolls World Tour, I think is what it's called, soundtrack, that's a little rockabilly. And then, of course, <laughs> the whole 90s... Hot country nights. Which is insane, but also brilliant. Just shows that he does have a pretty wide range of ability. All right, Tanner, so you asked the question, who, who's your artist? I think, generally speaking... Luke and Blake. If Luke and Blake, Blake go a certain direction, I feel like that's they set the tone of what certain eras and themes are, depending on what changes in country music. I just feel like Luke and Blake probably have the most power. So that's probably are who I'm saying. Luke Combs or Luke Bryan? Luke Bryan, sorry. Okay. Of course, I love Luke Combs. I think he's the biggest artist right now, but. I almost view Luke Bryan and Blake as trendsetters more so right now. If they do something that's trendy in country music, that's how you know it's an actual thing. I will say I've enjoyed the progression of both Luke Bryan's and Blake Shelton's music. A lot of what Blake has put out recently is really, really, really good, but also kind of a a little bit of a branch away from what he used to do. And I think handful of Luke Bryan songs, some of the better written stuff, like progression wise. If you're going to tell me that one margarita doesn't want you to shake your booty, I don't, you're a liar. It's a pretty good <laughs> song. All right. Another great discussion. I like this. We're getting into it this week on country music. I like that. Amber, you are currently sitting in the Marin Headlands. Everyone saw what this person or troll, I guess, said, right? Why don't you share what the scenario was? So Tanner and I posted a video talking about how experts say that dogs are going to go through extreme separation anxiety when everyone goes back to work. And we were just kind of talking about that. I was talking about that I was worried about Remy and what are some things we could do to prevent that from happening. And someone commented under it on the Froggy Facebook page and said, This is why I listen to the other station. Amber and Tanner really suck. And then she commented later and said, what morons? So (laughs) she's uh, using her quarantine time very wisely. (laughs) And my dad is like the sweetest, most non-confrontational man that I've ever met in my life. But he replied to this lady and he said, keep it to yourself. No one gives the SHIT what you listen to. And then he <laughs> said, don't be a blowhard. And I don't even know what a blowhard is, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to comment, but I was ready to, the claws were ready to come out and I didn't want to get in trouble with management. But just shut up. That's all I have to say. Shut up. My thing is, is like, it was so apropos to nothing. That was a content video, a break that you do every day. It wasn't particularly over the line or under the line or under delivering. It was just a normal video. It was just a normal video. And it's like literally Karen decides, nope. Pow! (laughs) (laughs) And the thing was, the only thing that really bothered me about it is this person commented on like six of our videos back to back to back to back, actively going and commenting on like, well, I got them on this one. 
going to go to another one and do it. It's like, don't troll our Facebook page. Like, come on, we're, we're trying to provide a distraction on social media during this time. But the thing is that so many listeners came to our defense almost immediately. And that has changed so much from a year ago. A year ago, people were saying kind of whatever. People were leaving other people alone and not really, you know, standing up for us. But it's just so great to see not only just my dad, but people we've gotten to know over the year, people that have gotten to know us just by listening. This person was like, see, this is why I listen to this other radio station. These guys suck. And another girl commented on it and it said, well, then why are you here? And I was like, oh, Thank you guys so much. People on Facebook, if they're going to do things like that, they should maybe have their place of business listed on their Facebook page because I looked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Go up your bakery and be like, this scone tastes like my butt. Like, (laughs) tastes like my butt. (laughs) I get very protective and yeah, I have to contain myself because people who comment like that don't know what they're talking about. And to such a degree that they don't know what they're talking about. And I want to explain to them why they don't know what they're talking about, but I have to restrain myself. But what it has done, what the experience with some of your trolls has done has made me reconsider my own trolling because, you know, like I've hated the last three Star Wars films, basically. (laughs) Oh, we know. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and I hated the ones before those. So, uh, and I would go off and off and off and off and off. And it has made me reconsider some of that. So I I guess I, I, um, thank you. I don't know if I can (laughs) try to draw a a positive out of it, but. You um, mean passive aggressive comments on Disneyland posts anymore? What? You do that. (laughs) Oh, I might pick up some screenshots. <laughs> I was not a very Please. big fan of the change of the Tower of Terror to the Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. You were fighting every Karen on Disneyland posts about it. They time. Huh? That was basically what all of your comments were. Splash Mountain didn't have enough water. (laughs) Amber, I had time in 2016, okay? I don't have time for that now. People are dying and you're worried about the tower. This was four years ago. (laughs) Not now. It was bad. I have seen some of your comments on the Star Wars Facebook page. And it usually starts with, um, okay, Period. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to make through and, uh, you know, shout out to that troll. Shout out to that Karen. I'm glad that she was able to make her voice heard. That's what makes America so great. And that's why she can also get blocked. <laughs> I, Tanner thought about it, but I also just want to give out a shout out to the dads out there that are supporting their baby girls and their radio shows. <laughs> he loves us. No new reviews this week that are written. We did get a new five-star review that was just five stars. So, yay, 32. Is it from my dad? Reminder reminder that if you leave us a review in the Apple Podcast app, we will will read it here on the podcast, and it will live forever, and you can share it with your friends. Also, reminder to tell a friend about the Froggy 92.9 podcast. It's how we see success. It's how we grow as a show. And it also is how we help Sonoma County because Sonoma County needs to know about the streaming services we don't understand and the dads that are dropping straight fire. So do tell a friend about Inside Froggy 92.9 this week. We'd really appreciate that. 
And uh, we will see you next week. Maybe someday, guys, we'll be in the studio again together. That would be great. Can't wait. Thank you all so much. And you can listen to the next episode of Inside Froggy 92.9 right now. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.